Hello. And welcome. We are X to the Zennial, the letter X, two, T-H-E-X-E-N-N-I-A-L, cat. This is our last podcast together. This is our last podcast together. It is not the last of our friendship. No. Or anything else, but this is the last X to the Zennial. Right, and then we're going through to a conversion. We will go through a conversion, uh, and we'll talk about that at the end. Okay. But uh, we did a thing three years ago. Yeah, we got really messed up, and we were like, we're hilarious. Let's start a podcast. <laughs> did we get we did. messed up? I don't even remember the drinking part. I think, you oh, know. I was <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> you mean the first one that we had to fucking shred and start over again? I mean, no, when we were uh, talking about it, yeah, yep. when we were tooting our horns and saying that we're funnier than Joe Rogan. I don't know that we're funnier than Joe Rogan. I think we were making a comparison to be the lady Joe Rogan. Uh, we were, we were. That's true. And people have feelings about Joe Rogan and that's fine. And yeah, that's cool. I still love him. But I think that when we started talking about creating a podcast, like that's where we were, right? right. We were just like, we're funny. We're yeah. smart. We yeah. have really good ideas. And so three years ago, we launched a podcast. And that was three years ago. And that was three years ago. It was in July of 2019. Wow. And so we're here today. And um, like we always do, we were having a conversation prior to having <laughs> a recorded conversation. Uh, by the way, we are sitting on Kat's a beautiful patio uh, on a gorgeous day in New Mexico. And, um, you know, what we were talking about was this transformative process that we continue to go through as the human beings that we are. Yes. Um, I say that we're sitting on your patio because in the process of our podcast, you uh, bought a house. I did. You built a beautiful space um, that is just yours. My little oasis. 100%. Where I feel just myself yeah so we've done one other podcast outside where we were camping yes (laughs) and uh one of the things that you and i have often done and we'll probably always continue to do is we are adventure humans yeah uh we'd like to go camping yeah um we like to travel oh yeah uh we love to have great conversations with people that we care about yeah and that's what this we were hoping to create when we created X to the Zennial, uh, definitely for us to have conversations, but also to inspire conversations with other people. Right. Um, and I think we did that. And we did that. We had really great people that appeared on the podcast. Yep. And we learned great information. Sure. BDSM, CBD, <laughs> photography. Absolutely. I loved every moment of that. And yeah. a lot of other guests and a lot yeah. of other topics were explored. And Tacos. We talked about Taco 10. Taco 10. Which now has a second location on San Mateo. That was our first and only part two because that was the world's longest podcast. That's because we were very high and it I was so much were, fun. I was so sober. It was, was it 420 or we were just yeah, high? it was 420 or Cinco de Mayo. It was something no, ridiculous. it was 420 because you dug out like the arcade. The arcade. <laughs> it was like, you were like, I don't know this might work. And it did. And the tequila did. did. And then oh. you guys were like, because I had a stomach ache. That's right. And you couldn't do any of the things. And I was like, I can't party down with you. 
Oh my god. It was awesome. It was so funny. So that was our first and only part two. That was our first and only part two. World's longest Zex to the Zennial podcast. Statistically, our uh our top sellers are our sex podcasts. Oh yeah, everybody wants to talk about <laughs> And of our sex episodes has done really well. Um our first one actually has gotten a lot of hits, which is really interesting. Our flagship. Our flagship. Um but the other thing that is happening currently is I have sold 99% of my stuff. I will sell the truck next week. And I am going to Europe. She's going to Europe for like no less than a year. <laughs> I, um, incredible. I am retiring from therapy. You're retired. I am retired. I had She's... my last client on the 19th. Um, I have shut down a practice that I poured my whole heart and soul into. Um, and I have had a career of 10 years doing therapy and I will not be doing that anymore. And that is significant. Hold the silence. <laughs> Moment of silence. Pour one out Moment for the Moment of silence. <laughs> Let it sink in. And then go forward. New adventure. So, right. The new, the new adventure is the codependency coaching. Um, and so, uh, Kat brought up the conversion. I was going to start a whole separate, uh, podcast on its own platform and all the things, but, uh, Kat very graciously has given me permission to continue to use the extra designial platform to be able to create the codependency coaching. Uh, I will also be taking off to <laughs> Europe, but, uh, I will be doing, uh, TikToks and uh, Instagram reels and things talking about uh, codependency, which has been a kind of theme through the 10 years of, of my podcast and certainly a theme through the 49 years of being Stella Affenbrenner, <laughs> formerly Stella life. Martinez. Like, um, but in the process of selling all my things and dismantling my whole life, uh, what I have gone through is a significant transformation of who I am. And, uh, you know, when we were talking about ideas for this podcast before, what we talked about was really addressing, like, grief mm -hmm. and rebuilding and um, recreating and rebirthing ourselves. You and I do that a lot. Um, and taking opportunity. Absolutely. Uh, I love the symbolism of the phoenix um, and rising from the ashes. Uh, what I have been going through in the last several weeks has been uh, the burning phase <laughs> of, of the phoenix. Um, I am in a really raw, very vulnerable place. Um, because when you dismantle an entire life, 49 years of things that I have accumulated and created and built... Um, it is literally like ripping my skin off. Yeah. Taking every layer apart. Every layer. Completely dismantling. Um, and I, I've done that with clients in 50-minute sessions and in increments. Um, some clients I have had for my entire career. Mm -hmm. uh, I started in January of 2012 as an intern at CNM. Um, and doing short-term therapy. Um, and I have... If I let myself have it, which is sometimes hard to do, I have created so much change and ripples in human beings' lives. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, when you and I started out, 
in graduate school, little baby counselors. Yeah. Um, they told us that we would do that, and I don't think that we believed it. Nah. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Filet le human? Right. And Take them apart and build them back up and different behaviors and what? Fuck, I'm a good counselor now, though. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's been the, the blessing of being able to do what both of us do in very different ways. And in a lot of ways, the theme is we drop into to human beings' lives and we have really hard conversations and we look at every part of their lives. And, and it's interesting, I'm just making the connection, <laughs> weird, um, that I have had to do that for myself in the last several months. Like... I have started a path of detachment Mm -hmm. and I talk about that a lot with clients um, and we've talked about it a little bit here, but to be able to really let go of every part of myself to get to this place. Um, I think part of detachment and so when I, when I talk about codependency, and we have a podcast on codependency, it's one of our episodes if you're curious about that. Um, but the last piece is truly being able to detach from outcomes and to let things go. Right. Um, you know, we use, you and I use a lot of mindfulness just as the human beings that we are, but certainly in the work that we do mm-hmm. um, in helping to pe- in helping people kind of re-regulate if they are stressed out and anxious, certainly in the high school level, I can imagine senior year is really hard, but at the end of every year. Right. Am I going on to the next grade level? We haven't come up on the wait list yet. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. And you help humans in that capacity to, you know, regulate their breathing, to live in the moment, control what they can, like every skill that you and I have picked up along the way, both in formal education and then in life, we help other humans do. We do that through modeling. We do that through explanation and education. We do that in helping them relearn how to do things better. Um, And so every skill that I've ever picked up before now, I'm using in my own life. In this transition that you're making. and (gasps) It's going to be amazing. It it is. And and I don't disagree with you. uh, But it it has rocked me to my foundation. Well, you've gotten to strip away all your layers of your entire life of all the things, but you've also had now time, at least in the moment that we have this morning together, sure. to really reflect on your life and how you've built it in so many ways, in so many different ways, and how it's just going to, it's looking different this rebuild, Yeah, that you've done it. And we talked about 18-year-old, and I think that that's something important for anyone going through a life transition, is think about when you moved out on your own and your independence and the, the built yeah. Like, and you laid that foundation or I think about when I got divorced, you yeah. know, and I nomadic life of cool. I got my clothes. I got my chonies. I got my face washed for five years. <laughs> like living life. out of bags for Pretty sure. Much, you know, I'm very good at packing very minimalist now. Don't collect a lot of shit. Um, but in how that was a build after I already did the 18 build, moved out of my parents' house, was independent, built my life, did all the things, built a life with another person, you know, and then totally napalmed that. We've talked about that on the podcast, walked away from all of it. Cool. And then rebuilt. And now I have this home and this life and I'm 
thinking about my next steps and transition in my life. And it's just important to reflect that we all are doing it. Yeah. And you're just doing yours in Europe, so you're going to have better scenery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's certainly food. part of ooh, Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, and and I'm, I am looking forward to all of those things. And I, I have continued to really work on reflecting and grounding in what I am building and creating. Um, that being said, you know, the, the grief part is yeah. significant. I think I said several times this morning, like I'm sad. Yes. Um, and the sad comes from a lot of things, not least of which is certainly in the work that I've done being part of, of all of these humans lives. I've witnessed, uh, fuck. I've witnessed births. I have witnessed deaths. I have witnessed, um, marriages, I have witnessed divorces, I have witnessed loss of children, I have witnessed loss of partners, like loss of parents, like there's so much that I have borne witness to. Mm-hmm. And it is, a, it is a privilege, it is an honor to be part of people's lives in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have done it while also living my own life and right. going through my own things. I think in the course of the podcast, you know, I moved out on my own. Yeah. I separated um, from my marriage of, of, at the time, I think it was 18 years. Um, I have talked about, you know, my daughter going off to college. And, and so loss is, is not foreign to me. Right. It is part of what I have done uh, through my whole life. Which has gotten, I've gotten very comfortable with grief and with loss. Um, but this, this piece, I mean, every time you do it, it feels different. It does. Well, it's a different experience every time because it's a different engagement of loss, like yeah. people versus things, much different. Things are replaceable. Well, and as you talked about, you know, kind of being, being minimalist or, or not accumulating stuff, I sit in your beautiful home, you know, <laughs> with your pots and your finely curated pieces. I'm looking right now at a spinal column. Yeah, you <laughs> And a femur bone because Kat loves to make things of dead things. And I love that because it's beautiful. (laughs) Um, But in in dismantling a whole life and, you know, you've done it Mm -hmm. a couple different times. um, I what I got to do was to touch everything that I have saved um, over 49 years. Um, And I say that because truly I have my birth announcement like the card that my mom got I have the actual piece of paper that was attached to my like crib or whatever thing from the day that I was born oh my god like I have that um I actually have the one for my daughter as well um but you know it's really easy to easy is not the word I think that at different levels of our development, it is important to reflect on where you've been mm-hmm. to be able to ground and then pick a direction in which to go. Right. And, um, you know, again, back to, to therapy and the therapeutic process, I have always told clients, like, what I do mm-hmm. is that we will go into your hoarder's basement of emotional baggage, yeah. we will pull it all out on the lawn, and we will decide what stays, what goes, and what needs to be recycled, especially in terms of your tools and skills. Um, and That's I, really great imagery. 
Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's been really effective because clients it. understand yeah. then, because I don't ever start with, you know, tell me about the worst day of your life. Like, that's not where I start as a therapist. It's not where I've ever started. Where I start is like, what's going on with you today so that we can work backwards mm-hmm. and take out everything that has gotten you to this place. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to all the time, but in this process of what I've been going through now, I have had to go back to literally the day that I was born and look at every version of Stella to be able to say, okay, you know, six-year-old Stella, we had this, and, you know, four-year-old Stella, we had this, and 18-year-old Stella, we did this, and 16-year-old me is the one who's the most volatile. She's the one with the napalm and, you know, the flamethrower. Like, she's the one who's like, "Uh, let's just fucking burn it all down. Get them, kids. Um, but what I know to be true, and, and this is, you know, you and I were talking too about this, is that when I connect with my girlfriends, when I connect with people who truly see me, know me, and love me, they remind me that even though I'm a hot mess sometimes, mm-hmm. I'm really good at this. Mm-hmm. You're really good at this, Kat. Like, yeah. we are very good at life, and we say that a lot. Um, and it sounds, however it sounds to people who are listening to us, but we really are. It's just that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any explanation for it. I mean, because we worked, we've gone through shit. I mean, that's one yeah. of the things that have brought us together. Resiliency. Right. And we talk about that a lot and have talked about it on the podcast is Absolutely. being able to create that resiliency, being able to recognize that, yes, this part where we are dismantled and on the ground and on the fucking bathroom floor right. sucks. Grieving sucks. Grieving sucks. Letting Grieving. go sucks. Grieving is growing. But it is. It's an opportunity to grow. I describe grief a lot in, on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we have a grief episode. But what I talk about is that, that when you lose a significant part of yourself, mm-hmm. be that a human being or a career or a marriage or a home or parts of your identity what it does, just like when you take out a piece of a puzzle, is it fucking breaks it all down. Right. And so then it is our job to build back up, missing that significant piece, but using other parts. Right. And life in general is that. Right. It is grief. It is loss. It is pain. All of those things are it's true. It is change. It change every day because growth happens every day. Watch a blade of grass. I know it sounds really boring, but it's actually really fun. Um, you start rooting for it. Or um, even even like your roses, right? Yeah. Like so I said, watch a, watch a blade of grass. Watch something grow. It's changing every day. Every day there's a new little bud or a new little structure. That's you and that's your brain and that's the experiences that you're doing every day. And it's pretty incredible. It's just part of every day. And we, I think we overlook it because we only look at the big things. Right. Like the very traumatic things. The loss, you know. The, yeah. Or the celebration. Or the, oh, that's a big change. And, you know, oh, their career change. No, it's, it's an everyday might on a, on a really small level. But that catches up over time. Absolutely. To, to being this big, beautiful, long stem rose bush that was only like a foot high. Yeah. I mean, you moved it from the front yard to right. here. And now it's this gorgeous... Well, it's about four feet tall now. Well, and it's got new blooms on it and all the things. And, and to your point, like those incremental changes we take for granted. People don't show up in my office 
when everything is great. And they certainly don't show up in my office when they're like, hey, I've got some weird changes coming, and so could you help me through that? They're like, I just lost my mom, or I have been going through trauma my whole life, and I, I everything is normal now, and I feel terrified. Like, those are the those are the ones that I'm like, yeah, let's get in it. Let's fucking do this. And and I I did. I was able to do that. And I'm I'm again, I'm humbled and I'm grateful. Um, and I have decided that at the top of my game, yeah. I am going to walk away from that significant part of my identity and I'm going to start over. Love it. Yes. And it is terrifying. And it is terrifying. Um, and it is, and it's changed because it's big, fast, and drastic. It's not like my two-year rose. I mean, I think that the rose bush is a great metaphor, um, and certainly it's a great visualization to be able to look at um, the opportunity to change and move the environment. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you changed up what it was being fed because before, when you moved into this house, it wasn't being fed the same way. No. Um, and you trimmed it back, and you did all of these things. And I think like. In our lifetime, we have the opportunity to make big changes. What we have talked about, certainly in, in different episodes of the podcast, is that when we, even when we choose change, it can be painful and terrifying and right. difficult. Absolutely. Even if it's a happy thing, like yeah. getting married or having a baby, that's a change. For sure. It's a happy change. You know, you're like, okay, we're going to have a, a little child human being living in the house oh my gosh it's gonna wake up and it's gonna shit and it's gonna get sick and it's not gonna be able to talk oh my god well the other piece is like we are not able to communicate with it right and so there's a lot of helplessness and and feeling overwhelmed and anxiety and nobody talks about those pieces um even like moving into a new house like when you moved into this house when you first walked in you were like oh my god it's perfect and you were so excited about it and then you were like there's the smell coming from the washing machine and i don't know what that is like sewage every time i wash the laundry and then the day that the garage door fell down two days in oh my god door fell down and i had to get a new motor put in and i was like fuck my life and then the washing machine went out, and then the dryer went out, and then I got new ones, and then the refrigerator went out. Yeah, it's just, you know, and that's all grief and loss and trauma. But get the fuck over it. Well, I think, and, and to your point, like, all these things are good. And, you know, when I got here this morning, um, I, I, was in a, I was in a panic. Mm-hmm. I, I still wake up sometimes, and I'm like, what the fuck did I do? You know, I have dismantled my business. I moved out of the house that I have moved into two years ago. I um, have let go of, of so many objects, but also just like completely unhinged every part of myself. And I think the word that I've been using a lot lately is feeling unmoored, right? Like I was telling you before, a few years ago when I got my certification to be a clinical hypnotherapist, um, I was in a really good place in my life. And I... I was, um, I was in a hypnotic trance. I didn't hypnotize myself. I had a, a colleague do it. But at that time, I visualized uh, very still water, very still, calm water. The sun was just coming up, and it was just glass, and it was perfect. And the, the phrase that kept coming to me was, you know, anchored to confidence and grounded in myself. And I felt that way. Fuck. Emotions are hard. Um, right now, as everything is kind of up in the air, um, I was telling you, like, I feel like a very secure boat in a very crazy storm. Um, 
but I also trust myself more today mm -hmm. than I have ever trusted myself before. And so even when I wake up terrified, because that's happening a lot lately, and it's happened throughout my life, mm -hmm. what I know to be true is I can do this. And even though it's unpredictable, and even though it's terrifying, and even though I don't know what's going to happen after August 2nd when I wake up in Greece, <laughs> my flight lands at like 8.40 in the morning, what I know to be true, and, and what you reminded me of so kindly, is I have a place to stay. <laughs> you got a place to stay. I have money. I have great credit. Um... And then I can start over mm -hmm. because I have started over a million times in this 49 years. I have. Mm -hmm. I know that I can do that. And I have beautiful people in my life that remind me that, of that on a regular basis because I've built a community. Mm -hmm. You know, my clients have no doubt that I can be successful at this, which I love. Like, you know, I, I'm so grateful. But, you know, my family, my friends, my people are just like, of course, Stella's doing that. That makes sense. <laughs> and when I planned all of that, that was true. This morning, I woke up and I was like, what the fuck did I do? You know, I, but I know I do very, very, at the very, very bottom of my soul. I know that I am going to do this and I'm going to do the shit out of it. Yeah. And I need you sometimes, Kat, to tell me, yeah, of course, you, you've got this. That's, that's happening. Let's break it down. <laughs> You're so good at that. Um, you know, I, I still have bouts of, you know, depressive energy and, mm -hmm. and I get really sad and I get overwhelmed. Um, that's, the that's part of that process of grieving and the loss and thinking that of what you're losing instead yeah. of the perspective of what you're gaining because you don't really lose anything because you're not burning any bridges, right? <laughs> we just went over, like, right. the things that bind us aren't necessarily the material things that surround us. Right. You have all that you're gaining, and it's scary as fuck. I couldn't do what you're doing. <laughs> That's um, not true, though. I, I mean, could. you have you have done those things. Oh, yeah. And, and I know that I'm, I'm doing an extreme version of that. And I think that's the part that everybody else, and I get that a lot. You like, are, I couldn't do. the reality show version of this. <laughs> and it was, I mean, you've had this plan in motion, though, for like a year. Yeah. Like a solid plan in motion for eight months. Like, you've yes. been doing this, like, every day, every day, every day. You know, focus, concentration. And funneling that energy daily. And now you get to release that energy that you've been putting into it and just ride the roller coaster because it's all done. Yeah. And this is now where it frees up that brain space that hasn't been free to, to really think about, like, oh, fuck, it's here. Yeah. Because you're here and that's, like, fuck, scary, right? But also, like, fuck, exciting. Fuck, I'm thinking of loss <laughs> instead of gain. Oh, my God, I'm you're depressive right. energy. I'm discombobulated. Fuck. And I, I go through those phases a lot, but again, I have really great support and, and beautiful human beings in my life that when I don't, when my brain is lying to me, because I still have an asshole in my head, when all of those things are happening, what I have done, and you know, this will be part of the whole process in, in writing the book of codependency coaching, is what I've done is I have empowered other human beings with the truth mm -hmm. 
And when I can't see it, when I can't find my facts, I go to my people and they're like, hey, by the way, you've got this. Mm -hmm. And they lovingly, gently remind me who I am when I cannot see that. And so I'm so grateful for my community of my closest friends and the people that I love um, because I've given them those little, you know, what are they called? Um, Easter eggs of like, (laughs) in the event that I need a snack, please break this open and remind me. And they do. And, and I'm so fucking grateful, um, you know, to, to get back to this last episode. Um, one of the things that you and I have continually done over the last three years is hold space for each other. Mm -hmm. Oh, fucking emotions. Um, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. It's really my goal to get her to cry on the podcast. It's not going to happen. I'm a stone-ass bitch. Fuck you. I've gotten it done like three times. <laughs> but I'm I'm grateful for um, having you to, one, create this, right? Like, one, to have the same crazy energy of just like, fuck yeah, let's do it, see what happens. Um <laughs> But also just, you know, you and I in the last three years have continued to, to get closer. Um, and, you know, we've talked about it in other episodes and we didn't really like each other very much when we started. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I was like, gosh, damn, we hated the shit. I don't think hate, but it was not We just, like, like, did not like each other. Like, Some of the greatest are... relationships are when I first met you, I didn't like you. <laughs> I'm like, you're like sandpaper on my raw ass. I don't like you at all. Um, very abrasive. <laughs> Which and is now, like, it's true. I am. <laughs> and now it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to see my buddy, my friend. Like, who's going to hold space for me? Who am I going to chat with? This is our, our thing. And we've, you know, the last few months I've missed it, yeah. you know, as we're tapering back and, you know, you're going to make the transition into the new your new endeavor, which I like that you just snuck your book in, like, all, all casual, by the way, she's writing a book. Codependency uh, coaching. Yeah, there it is. Like, she just did it again, mumbler. Um, <laughs> but it is, like, I've been reflecting on our friendship, and, and that's why I, I threw that perspective out there, because that's what I think of. I'm like, I'm not losing our friendship. There's no loss. Like, no. I'm not grieving this. I'm just not going to see her face in person. Right. You know, and I can't point out my, like, hairy-ass legs or <laughs> transformation of what our friendship will look like be like when you're gone and then if you choose to come I'm putting ten dollars she's not coming back I'm Um, coming back it's fine I live here if she chooses to come back (laughs) um you know what that will look like and how we'll reconnect and what we're gonna build next time and I'm looking forward to that reuniting and I'm looking forward to like all the stories and the talk that we're gonna have and how our conversations are gonna be so fucking different like right. and how our relationship is going to grow and change in a different way yeah and not that this way is bad like i fucking love it but it's going to be different in a different way so we're gonna have different topics to well, we're going to be different we're going to be different because both of us are planning you know different things that we're going to be adding onto our plates or you know creating or doing and i'm just excited like that's why I'm not crying. That's why you can't get me to cry. I've been processing this. Let me I don't know, know about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I thank you because it's, it's true. I think, you know, three years ago, us could not have imagined 
where we have been able to uh, grow and change into. And three years from now, we will be different people um, because you're right, change is inevitable and growth is inevitable. Um, But you and I continue to make a a conscious effort to stare it in the face. Um, And we both have our own, you know, um, maladaptive coping skills of like denial or procrastination or, uh, you know, I don't napalm things anymore, um, but I I, (laughs) I still procrastinate too, but at this point, there's a lot less to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what what I do recognize is um, that we have been able to build something and, um, you know, inspire a lot of conversations. We've been able to give people information from our own resources of knowledge, which is what our our perspective has always been like. Yes, we went to graduate school. Yes, we went to college. We did all those things. But really, truly, it was to be able to share that information. Mm-hmm. To translate it. Right. This is what I learned in a textbook, but this is what this shit looks like in real life. Right. This is how a real human will experience it, not just a textbook example. And I think that's the other thing is like, you know, we have built our lives around helping and taking care of people. And now we have that with like better boundaries and communication and asking for help. And, you know, the things that we teach other human beings, we do better, you know, from our trauma, from our, you know, interesting childhoods and and interesting (laughs) parents and all the things like you know, all of that has built us to this place. Exactly. And so, you know, I, I say that we are good at life because we are, and I don't mean that we are any better than anybody else, but we have taken every struggle and challenge that we have been presented with and used it to be able to build something better. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I love about the women that we are, and I say women because, you know, this is, July 6th of 2022 where guns have more rights than we do and you know you and I both love guns but (laughs) we also love you to ride we do we do um you know and and gratefully mine is out of commission thank you uh by choice and because now I'm old uh older seasoned whatever but I mean I you know as women a hundred years ago, we could not have built the lives that we've created. And we have, you know, certainly had great examples, you know, both of our mothers for all the challenges that they've presented, you know, built us to Mm -hmm. be the independent beings that we are. And certainly the, the women that we have influenced, you know, your sister and my sisters, Luna, like we have, been able to create an opportunity for them to then have an independent, beautiful life. Mm-hmm. And so when I say good at life, that's what I mean. You know, in addition to the fact that we have been able to help people in both of our work right. to be able to use the skills and tools that we've built uh, and gained for them to also be better at it. Right. And and that's what, when we started X to the Zennial, yes, we're funny as shit. And yes, we're smart. <laughs> Um, but that was our, our original intent was to be able to help people, um, in a fun and interesting way, um, to have conversations. Exactly. 
And that's what we've created. It's been so fun. It has been fun. We've talked about a lot of cool shit. We have. And we've met cool people. We've met cool people. And we've had really good conversations. Um, and, and X to the Zennial is not dead. Like, we're going to leave it here. Yeah, and this is the last episode for X to the Zennial. So you will see a convergence to its new title. Which will be LX2, Codependency Coaching. Uh, we're, uh, what I've done is I've kind of truncated Luna X2 to LX2. Um, and the codependency coaching will be the focus moving forward. Um, it will be just me, um, but we will have Kat on. Yeah. And um, I will start probably in the next couple weeks creating weekly content. Um, we'll definitely put links for the Instagrams are going to stay the same, the yeah. Luna X2 LLC and then X to the Zennial podcast. Both of those will be live. I will be doing videos on one end or both of them. Uh, we'll change the name to X to the Zennial, uh, but the links will be live and, and the X to the Zennial content will still be here. Yes. Um, so yeah. Pretty cool transformation transition things are happening you are a transition specialist so i feel like that's it's <laughs> a good thing i give it my blessing <laughs> i see this all scaffolded in a very very positive way <laughs> and when my brain gets muddy and kind of negative and gross what i need is a cat to tell me hey yeah totally you've got this <laughs> um because it makes a difference it does. Um, so i'm excited for your new content i'm excited to see and hear and she's gonna learn the ticky talk I am going to learn the ticky talk. <laughs> I got to learn the ticky talk. You do too. Um, but yeah, we'll post links to all of those things. Um, so TikTok content for LX2 is coming. Um, YouTube's for both of us. Yeah. We will be doing those things. Um, I will be doing it from uh, from Greece, from the Aegean Sea. She's going to have a better background than I am. <laughs> well, the cool thing with technology is that, you know, I will send you pictures and you can just put yourself yes. there. Um but yeah, that's that's where we are. Um, thank you to all of our listeners, truly. Appreciation. We are we are so grateful for what you have helped us build and what you have contributed to with your questions and all of those things. Um, this is it, Cap. This is it. Thank much you love. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, reach out, however you're going to reach out. Um, X to the Zennial. Our Gmail will still be live, so it's uh, the letter X, number 2, T-H-E-X-E-N-N-I-A-L at gmail.com. You can reach me at LunaX2 underscore, no, yeah, Luna's, LunaX2 yeah. underscore LLC, something like that. We'll post links. My brain is not quite working because I am still trying to rebuild who the fuck I am. You got that. I know. Thank you so much. If you have any questions, you can reach out to us, um, but we will be rebranding. Uh, to the codependency coaching, the content will still be here. You know how to get a hold of us. Thank you so much, Kat. Thank you.